Welcome to a brand new episode of Sequel Rights, the podcast where we take a look at the franchises that make you go, she gave birth to how many of those? And we give each and every sequel a fair trial. My name is Justin Camps and I'm here with Elizabeth Helley and Tyler Hymanson. And we are back for 2022. Hey. hey. <laughs> we miss you guys. And uh, it's time uh, to get into a new franchise. There's sequels coming out left and right. We already missed some. We got more coming this year, though, so don't worry. Right. right. We just didn't have enough time to dive into, like, Scream or Texas Chainsaw Massacre. There's been a lot. Um, but we are excited to be diving in this week to the cheaper by the dozen franchise this may be one of the first times where uh people could say they made how many of those like backwards yeah because people <laughs> i feel like only know the the 2003 or whatever year it was the sean leffy uh, directed steve martin the vehicle. steve martin one so today like you know today the day that we're recording the uh trailer and poster came out for the new disney plus one that's coming soon and mm-hmm. all the people commenting were like this isn't the original but then they were all talking about steve martin so it's yeah. like okay yeah. well you know as you know us, and we're going to go farther than that. Yes. <laughs> it goes back to how many years ago? Yeah, I don't know. Um, but before we get too far into it, uh, you know, I just wanted to also say, like, you know, if there's any new listeners joining, uh, just in case you don't know who we are, we're Sequel Rights. We go through, uh, you know, franchises, like we said in the beginning, that went on way too long or longer than you recall. And each episode is about a different entry in that franchise. And we are extensive and thorough you do not you do not he's a good man but thorough uh you, you do not have to have watched the movie yeah uh but we will in fact spoil the movie we will talk all the way through it spoiler so, they've got 12 kids yes <laughs> that's the gist i would say for most of the movies that we discuss not watching it is a feature of this podcast not a bug <laughs> that's right <laughs> we do it so you don't have to but that is not we're not here to to shit all over these movies we right. we uh, try to find the good in in all of these. Uh, it's hard to make a movie, guys. It's hard. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. Um, and if you want to see, you know, more about some of the other uh series that we've done, you can look on Apple Podcasts or any other podcast app, and also find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Sequel Rights. And you can email us at sequelrights at gmail dot com. And please rate and review us wherever you find those podcasts. Five stars goes a long way to helping other people find us. Use the Apple Podcast app or uh, leave comments in Overwatch or listen on Spotify. Give it, I know. I was like, I was going to say, like, you can do ratings on Spotify now. So I was, I was going to come up short on that. Uh, rate, rate certain people's podcasts <laughs> very low. Yeah, and, and ours high. Yes, trust us. Spotify's paying us nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't you, want, think, you want me to try out a new bit right now? They haven't remo- <laughs> they haven't removed any of our episodes. Because I'm really excited that this week, uh, in this whole series, is brought to us by our totally real, not fake sponsorship from Amazon Prime, Reacher by the Dozen. <laughs> Reacher. <laughs> Please tune in and watch Amazon Prime's Reacher, all 12 episodes. <laughs> Are there really 12 episodes? <laughs> but I'm going to do this every episode. Oh, my God. <laughs> There's another Jack Reacher added. That each sounds episode. like a great uh, cross promotion. Yeah. If only they weren't different corporate right. entities. That's right. I mean, yeah. not for long. Speaking of corporate entities, I do technically work for the Walt Disney Company. True. My opinions reflect nothing, and I have nothing to do with anything that would 
put out che- the new Cheaper by the Dozen. And they are separate corporate entities for now, but as we're seeing with all these mergers recently and calling back to a previous <laughs> franchise we covered, The Highlander, soon there will only be one. So yes, you just gotta wait right. for that monopoly to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Everything plus. <laughs> um, also, uh, you know, we don't always get to do this, but we have a, we had a, a little bit of time off since our last episode. Mm. And I feel like, uh, you guys, the sequel rights franchises are on a freaking roll right <laughs> they now. Really are. Okay? <laughs> and I feel like there's been some announcements since we last, uh, had our, uh, a new episode that we just need to like talk through and, sure. and, uh, uh, you know, bring to our listeners attention so that they can look forward to these episodes in the future in case they weren't aware. Let's do it. And I mean, I think let's just start off with the one that I was most shocked about. We just last, our last series, you know, a month ago or so was about a Christmas story, okay? <laughs> and, like, we are just on the pulse, you know? <laughs> on the pulse of franchises. And, like, within a month of our final episode of Christmas Story 2, uh, no, the Christmas Story musical was their final That's episode, right? right? Uh, they announced that there is a brand new sequel coming from the Christmas Story franchise, and it's going to be starring Peter Billingsley <laughs> as Ralphie. And it will ignore... The Christmas Story 2 that we covered, as well as the musical, and as well as all the other uh, mm-hmm. movies based on the guy's books that we didn't cover. That's right. And if you're, in case you're wondering, uh, they definitely, they didn't bungle up the title. It's called A Christmas Story Christmas. <laughs> in case you weren't sure what the story was going to be about, it's about Christmas. It's a Christmas Story Christmas. Okay. Uh, and it's going to be on HBO Max, so everyone can just watch it uh, uh, at home. And when's that come out? Who knows? <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to guess Christmas. Yeah, I'm gonna, <laughs> they're probably fast tracking this for this Christmas. That one, I was like, I can't believe this happened. Oh, and aren't they going to be filming it in like Romania or something? <laughs> yeah, Romania or, for Indiana? Yes. Like that? Yeah. I think I think I think it's or Bulgaria. Bulgaria. Sorry, yeah. my bad. Production uh, is start to set at the end of February in Bulgaria. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Another one, uh, let, let's do it with one that's like not quite as exciting in the middle here, and then we'll end it with a, a, a banger here. Uh, just, a, just a couple weeks ago, or a week ago, they announced that they're moving forward with Mortal Kombat sequel, yes! that new line, Mortal, Mortal Kombat, Kombat again! <laughs> well, the scribe of the upcoming Moon Knight is going to be uh, writing Ooh. the sequel, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, well, I guess we'll get to see what happens to all those characters. We can definitely remember the names of. So. Cold. Young. Cole. Maybe. No fight. The guy that got the police batons <laughs> yeah. on the fancy vest. <laughs> yeah. He was like, see my vest? Anyway, <laughs> yeah. I, maybe they'll actually get to the the tournament in the second. They yeah. have to show, um, oh my God, I'm forgetting his name. Johnny, uh, Johnny Cage? Cage? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I was like, is that right? Like, <laughs> that's right, that's Nick right. Cage, Luke Cage, Johnny, Johnny I, Right. Cage. I, you know yeah. what? I've been watching Luke Cage yeah. this week. That's why I second guess myself. Anyway. But, uh, that's another one we can look forward to. And the other one that was another, like, you know, Christmas Story was a big shock. This one was an even bigger shock, I think, that uh, news dropped that Tim Allen is set to headline the Santa Claus sequel series for Disney+. Plus. More importantly... Uh, Juliet, yeah. Juliet, <laughs> Juliet. So it's so funny. Like, the, yeah, this news was announced, and then there was like a whole week and a half or so in between that we were like, yeah, but what about Juliet? Is she gonna be? <laughs> I was like, I will not watch this. We will riot. Not in it. We will riot. <laughs> and sure enough, they announced that Elizabeth Mitchell is gonna return as Mrs. Claus. 
because I'm sure uh, that uh, people were writing angry letters and they were like, we better announce it, even though they had already secured it. I'm sure this one's going to be interesting. We're going to have to discuss, uh, you know, what we want to do if it if it's out at the end of the year here. You know, I don't know. Maybe we'll. Go through all the episodes. I or, mean, all, we, we're doing it right now for Reacher by the Dozen. All 12 episodes true. of Reacher now available on oh Amazon Prime. Uh, you can get those from subscribing to our Patreon only. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that's our little news corner for all the sequel rights franchises at the moment. Uh, I just thought we'd mention that because I thought it was kind of exciting. Yeah. I, it was, yeah. You know, I'm sure all of those franchises benefited from the sequel rights bump. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That's for all you listeners out there. You take pride in having these, wow. these sequels carry on. Everyone's watching the Christmas story musical. There must still be yeah. some life left in this one. <laughs> Let's make sure they know it's Christmas though. Put it in the title <laughs> twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, like we mentioned a million times, we're talking about the Cheaper by the Dozen franchise, and it kicks off all the way back in 1950, which I think might be the oldest movie we've I watched. I think so. I was thinking about this, and I'm pretty sure it is. Right? I was like, Herbie is like 68, Benji yeah. was 72, so yeah. I, I think that's I think that's the oldest one we've got. Benji's so practically in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> he, he is Benji's grandfather. <laughs> Yeah, so 1950, definitely the oldest that we have done. And, like, the first time, it's sort of, like, so old that it doesn't even have, like, the modern-day narrative structure of a movie. Like, Benji and Herbie did, for sure. This is more just, like, here's a bunch of vignettes. Well, it's like a Christmas story, kind of, except even more. It is, but even that has, like, a framing. Well, this sort of has a framing device. Anyways, it's even more disjointed. Yeah, Yeah, I was very much reminded of that movie, like, a movie that... uh, was made in the fifties, but about the twenties. And that one was like a movie that was made in the, mm-hmm. you know, right. What was it? The eighties or something? Yeah. It was, it was made like in the late eighties. Yeah. But it was yeah, about, about the fifties. Yeah. yeah. So I felt like it was a kind of similar movie to be watching, but, right. but you know what? Uh, one way that you know that it's a super old movie is that it has one of those trailers that has, <laughs> Ooh, is it like a newsreel? No oh. words except <laughs> clips from the film. Uh, so what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to read Okay, I'm going to play the trailer and read what pops up on screen at the same time because there are like little title cards that pop (laughs) up, you know. Uh, So we're going to play the full trailer just so I can talk. This is exciting. And you can see what they say. And I didn't practice this, so I might mess it up. Elis will be on the organ during this. (laughs) (laughs) Here we go. You guys ready? Here's the trailer for Cheaper by the Dozen. Hail! Hail! Father of his country. The best beloved book of the month and Reader's Digest Laugh Riot now comes to the screen. Clifton Webb in Cheaper by the Dozen. Let you and I get acquainted. Be careful of him, Frank. I don't think hospitals approve of fathers. Hospitals. (laughs) Young man... Did I ever tell you about the night your mother and I were married when we decided to have an even dozen like you? Hmm? You set the actual target, dear. Six boys and six girls. I believe you even made a memorandum of it. That's right, son. (laughs) Sounds kind of silly now, doesn't it? Not half as silly as it sounded then. That Belvedere man, Clifton Webb, is 12 times more hilarious than ever. With 12 more just like him. 
and Gene Crane, more romantic by the kiss. Myrna Loy, more lovable by the offspring. <laughs> and cheaper by the dozen. Are all these kids yours, mister? Or is this a picnic? They're all mine, and believe me, it's no picnic. Silence! <laughs> All right, we're going to end it there. That's how it ends? Well, there's more at the end. He doesn't it... make the cheaper by the dozen joke? <laughs> he might, oh but... Oh, my God. I uh, didn't want to read... The last part was well, not as funny yeah. as the rest of it. So. Coming to theaters. <laughs> more <laughs> lovable by the offspring. I guess and... things didn't come to theaters then. They just kind of like... Traveled around, right? Yeah, I don't know. In the fi- no, the fifties. Yeah. 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 I'm thinking about like Snow White. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! All right. Well, yeah. There you go. That's the that's the that's what we're dealing with. And All right. The, the trailer was in black and white, although the movie I watched was in color. So, right. I'm sure, you yeah, guys me all saw too, it because I got it on Amazon. Yeah, I feel like I watched it in black and white. Oh, did you really? Where'd you find it then? Apple Apple TV. Oh, oh I should have done that. I watched it on Vudu. Wow. Okay. But yeah, so, uh, yeah, it was definitely in black and white. So uh, yeah, it was based on a book. Mm-hmm. Um, the book is actually written by Ernestine and Frank Jr., uh, the oldest boy. And Ernestine is the second oldest girl. Um, right. It's a memoir, right? Yes. It's, it's and so it's very story. much like I read two thirds of it, uh, free LA library. Ebook, nice. mm-hmm. download to your Kindle app. Uh, and, um, yeah, it's just like this, it's very similar to this movie where it's just like a bunch of vignettes. Um, and a lot of the ones in the movie are like directly from the book. Uh, I obviously haven't finished it yet, so I'll have to see if all of them are, but there's some differences. Um, the dad is fat in real life and in the book, <laughs> um, where he's obviously not in the movie. And, um, <laughs> Uh, the other thing is that the Gilbreth family, sadly, um, their daughter, their third daughter, Mary, died when she was five. Oh. So they actually never had 12 kids all at once, oh. yet took the credit. <laughs> so, you know, whatever. Like, cause he liked to make that cheaper it's, by the dozen. It's just such a good pun. <laughs> yeah. But they never ever had 12 living children all at once. Womp womp. Uh, <laughs> this was a question I had. That's bullshit. I'm, I'm walking. Yeah. <laughs> this was a question that I had while I was watching the film, uh, and my wife too, while we were watching it. We were like, is it that they have 12 kids or that there's 12 people in the family? Right. Right. Uh, I, cause I don't know, I can't recall what the, uh, movies that come, coming up are, if it's like 12 people in the family or 12 kids, but this one is definitely 12 kids. Yeah. And one baby is born, like the 12th baby is born in the middle of the yes. movie. Yeah. And as you heard in the uh, trailer, it was a whole insane plan that they had. But yeah, yeah, and in real life, they for some reason were like six girls, six boys. I gotta say, I've got one child, and as the dad was returning home to all this noise and stuff, I was like, anxiety. Ah! I can't imagine having that many children. Uh, it doesn't make any sense. You don't want to love him more. <laughs> in no. The- in the newest, in the no. newest uh, movie poster, I count ten kids. Well, well, there's two dogs in that that's poster. Right. Yeah, yeah that's so true. we'll see. They're cheating it. Or, or, or any, actually, I could put down now my prediction that she gets pregnant with twins in the movie. Oh yes. god, yeah, <laughs> I think that that's so. probably true. That's going to be Ding. bad news for LA's finest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this movie is uh, very, like we said, episodic. Just kind of these um, vignettes of their life. Mm-hmm. 
It's uh, it's kind of like it's narrated by the oldest eldest daughter in the film, right? And yeah, I think so. And she's also the famous one. And yeah, uh, the actress. Uh, they said, "What did they say? More lovable by the kiss." More lovable I don't know what by the, the hell kiss. That means. Um, but yeah, Jean Crane. Mm-hmm. She was twenty five when they filmed this. Um, but yeah, she had been in a bunch of movies. She's in State Fair, and um, she's she, kind of like a teen heartthrob. I, I don't think she kisses anyone in this movie. So yeah, do they even kiss? I don't think yeah. so. <laughs> more I mean, lovable by the kiss. Yeah. That never happens. <laughs> so she's not that lovable. <laughs> I find that more lovable. Story. Yeah. Hey, I thought she was gonna get more lovable. Yeah. Yeah. And so all these movies um, were 20th Century Fox, and so Disney owns the catalog now. But this is not on Disney Plus, and I'm like, huh? I wonder why. It seems like they're always trying to like you know get that bump synergy. up the catalog. Uh, but like, you know, about two seconds of the movie, I was like, oh, that's why. Okay. Like, <laughs> yeah. The first kid comes like, uh, sliding down the banister in a full, uh, like really stereotypical Indian costume with a full headdress. And then he starts like checking the girl's nails and telling oh, yeah. her no painted women in my who, uh, house. Who doesn't want to like line up in front of their dad and get some great jabs from their father? Right. <laughs> Lillian, I thought I told you not to bite your nails. How many home runs today? Two. Slipping, huh? Uh. <laughs> Still dieting? Kinda. What's that in your face? Paint? <laughs> Paint? I edited it to sound even more brutal. <laughs> yeah. It's, <laughs> but it's pretty brutal. Yeah. He doesn't say him quite that quickly. The girl that he's asking if she's dieting is like 11. <laughs> and it's like, she looks like a child. They're, they're all skinny. Like, all of them are skinny. They're all skinny. And like, she, they make fun of her dieting like multiple times in the movie like the, even her brother is like yeah get out of here fatty or something this movie has a really <laughs> weird thing going on where the dad is supposed to be like at one point like he's a pillar of the community where everybody fucking loves this dude and uh he's also like a source of comedy throughout the movie where like they make him a fool which i think in in 50s times it's like oh that's dad's like that's as most humanity as we can give him but it would be much better if it was a complete parody of that and that is not what they're trying to do here right so the parents are efficiency experts yes um the mom is a a actual psychologist and the dad is like this industry guy that uh studies motion um I don't know. It's it's basically like 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 Henry yeah, Ford. Yeah, industrial like line. Yeah, you know, he takes like, videos of stuff and then tells them how to do it better. Yeah. He practices buttoning his vest, yes. you know, yes. as fast as possible. Right, and so um, you know the theory <laughs> that they both speculate in the book and in real life is that like he had all these kids because he wanted his own like factory type thing to like <laughs> test that's his that's things on, and there's even more like crazy hideous things he tested on them in the book than just in this movie but it's yeah it's a lot um <laughs> i was watching this movie and i felt like being like oh yeah uh this week we're watching cheaper by the dozen or how to be a dick to your own family and everyone around <laughs> and you right <laughs> right i mean we heard he, he he yells at the older daughter for being painted then she's not even yeah he just thinks she is mm-hmm. uh he threatens to send her to the convent with the 12 foot wall uh which is a repeated gag um it's just like i felt really weird watching this because i was like oh my god like is this like 
is this what was considered like a great father? Yeah. Back in, yeah. Back in the twenties. And I was like, Oh my God. I, I mean, I'm glad it's not like this anymore. The convent thing. Like my dad threatened me with military school all the time like that. Yeah. But I feel like military school is not, um, a convent. It's not pr- predicated on like your sexual, right, you know, true. virginity and purity. That's you true. know, it's more like about discipline. Yeah. Uh, whereas the convent is like, we're going to keep you away from yeah. sex essentially. Um, but yeah, it is creepy. I mean, I have, maybe I just haven't gotten to this chapter in the book yet, but in the book, uh, there doesn't seem to be, he does check their fingernails to make sure they're not like dirty, but he, I, I don't see him so far commenting on like their appearance and like, it's oh, weird. weird. It's gross. I hate it, you know, but I guess that's what dads used to do. Ugh. Still do. Yeah. Some of them. Some of them. Ugh. They still go to you, uh, go with you to your prom. This, yeah. And dance with the other high school girls. Ugh. It was strange. I mean, I understand why it's like supposed to be kind of nice in one sense is that all these kids are there and they're like, my dad would never care enough about me to be at this sure. thing, you know, but and it just, it's just all creepy. It just, yeah, I just didn't under, like, why is there this whole like angle of the girls being like, we want to talk to your dad. Ooh, we, <laughs> let's talk to him and let's dance with him. Like, yeah, I you mean, should hear what the girls are saying about you. Like, ugh. It, it's it was so weird. Efficient. I don't know why they made it that <laughs> so way. Efficient. Wow, look at how he's only taking the exact number of dance steps you need to do the dance. Wow, no trip ups. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, we talked about that out of. I was like, the only through line for me was ended up being like, uh, you know, the do- the eldest daughter's like desire to have a boyfriend. Right. Yeah. Like that was the main thing. The rest of it was just like random weird things about like everyone getting their tonsils out, people getting sick and having a baby. Yeah. I mean, there was one point where the basically they, they all get whooping cough and the doctor's there and the dad's like, see, the, the other through line is the dad, the dad's an asshole to literally yeah, everyone. Everyone. That he meets. <laughs> exactly. everyone. Yeah. And he's like, Oh, what, you're a doctor. He's like, well, I can fucking do that better For than you. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's okay. So I had my tonsils out like what, five years ago or whatever it was. And, uh, so I was like, you know, late twenties or maybe I was 30. I don't know. But anyway, um, it's crazy. And the fact that they were doing it back then and then they were like, everyone's fine. I mean, the Let's whole thing is that it's supposed to be worse <laughs> when you're older because they're cutting a much bigger incision than on a little kid. And so when I have mine out, I was like, like knocked out, messed up. I like got a little bit better. And then I was like, I can go to Justin's birthday party. <laughs> and I like drove myself back up to LA and like, ate food and like hung out and didn't really talk but like went to the party and then went back and like actually regressed and then like couldn't eat again and like got worse for another week Jesus, and I was like it I'm was sorry. worth it happy birthday Justin uh, anyways, but I can't keep the drinks in my mouth yeah exactly I gotta go back to soup but you know but it was, it was worth, worth it, it. Uh, did your, did your soup friend <laughs> but yeah there's no there's no no way and like did that your, the dad uh, would be alive <laughs> <laughs> did your father also film yours no he did not <laughs> well i mean i don't want to get jump ahead here but he isn't <laughs> <laughs> right so he gets messed up because he insists on a local anesthetic but i don't even think that they could do the surgery like with yeah. that like ha- he wouldn't be able to keep his mouth open yeah. because it would be insane and it like yeah yeah, <laughs> I I so, I know what you were saying. Yeah. So the end of this movie, <laughs> I I literally got up and ran to the restroom really quickly because I because I didn't think that, like 
The movie has no pace or whatever. So I thought maybe we're halfway through it or there's other stuff happening. I get up and go to the bathroom and my girlfriend is just like, oh my God, that didn't just happen. I'm like, what happened? It's like, he died. <laughs> And, uh, and the movie is over. Credits are rolling. <laughs> it's so insane. Like this could never happen today. Like I guess. I, yeah, I agree. looking back, I guess the climax is like the school dance, and then he gets the news about the thing. So he goes yes. to the trip. He doesn't even make it to Europe. He's literally at the train station. Calls the wife. The kid picks up the phone. The wife doesn't even get to talk to him. He's already dead yeah. at the I, payphone. I thought this was so. I, I liked this moment because I I was so like convinced. I, I'm We're not so convinced. trained by modern movies yeah. to be like, oh, of course they're going to save him and he'll be in the hospital. Right, but I, I also was like, not like when the the line goes blank and she's like, hello. I was like, oh, I wonder what happened. Like I never thought like, oh, he died. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. I was like, okay, was there like a accident, an earthquake? Did the was train there a lady crash? with paint like, on her face? Did he have to go <laughs> harass? Like, Alien abduction? What happened? <laughs> yeah, and they're just like. And he died. <laughs> oh, and then a little boy says, our daddy's dead. Yeah, they don't even, like, they, have, they show the little kid crying, and then they show, like, one conversation between the mom and the older kids being like, all right, we're all going to pitch in, right? And then she's, like, crying, and it's like, the end. <laughs> and then she's like, she became an efficiency expert, and she was woman of the year. Yeah. Yes, she, <laughs> she had a great life. Even at, even at that moment when the kid was like, our daddy's dead, in my head I was like, Oh, I'm sure he just he, thinks he just he's yeah, that little idiot. Like, he doesn't get it because the they had said earlier when they're picking up all the kids, like, "Oh, your dad fell ill at the train right. station." Is something with his heart, and they didn't say that he was dead at that moment. Right, right, so right. I still was like, "Oh, he's not dead." It's we're just so like <laughs> trained by back. modern narrative structure to think like this can't possibly be. Yeah, but it is a true story. I guess that really did happen. So. I do wonder, like, even if they were like. If they're like, we're going to remake this story and make it true to the book or whatever, if they would still try to rosy up the ending and not have him die. <laughs> it's just so it, – it 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 is so odd in this film because it comes out of nowhere and just like – like you said, <laughs> the end. He's dead. The end. Nothing else. No wrap-up. Yeah. Very Ugh. odd. And they – okay, so I, I tried to figure out if like by Jingo was offensive. I looked that up too. It's not really. It's not. Yeah, it's like from a song. It is the same song that the term Jingoism is based on, mm-hmm. but it's not related to this guy's expression. Yeah, it ended up being like what they called a oh, – what's the word? Like a mixed oath or something? Uh, a minced oath, that's what it was. And it's like uh, when you want to say like – Something instead of like, uh, instead of saying like Jesus, yeah, Jesus instead, Christ, instead of yeah. like, you know, taking the Lord's God, name in vain, yeah, so you'd say, oh gosh, instead yeah. of like, yeah, so oh, Jingo is supposed to be like, oh, Jesus, you know, yeah. Um, and, but the mom saying things are Eskimo is super offensive. Oh, yeah, because by that she means it's dirty, it's wrong, it's not right, it's uh, blue, you can't talk about it, you know, it, it, it doesn't make sense. It's so bad, you guys, yes, yeah. I didn't even know that Eskimo is like the term itself uh, to refer to of to native people in the uh arctic areas is offensive now and i hadn't heard um, in like well, the always, way but now people yeah. are changing it yeah yeah i tried to look that up too because like the way she used it in the movie i had never heard anyone say that. me neither yeah she was like saying that another word that the dad was saying was so Eskimo. bad that it yeah was Eskimo. like i was like uh, what I don't yeah. know if people do that. Just but. another argument for people know that slurs are bad, right. no matter how they use them. <laughs> I got to say, Inherently. since we're on this topic very, very quickly, uh, 
the 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 book has been adapted into this movie and a bunch of other things and one of them it said it had been adapted into a musical <laughs> cheaper by the dozen musical and uh i was like what we got we got to look into this like huh but there was no wikipedia article for the musical so i was like okay that means it's probably not viewable it was like you know at, at the university of michigan <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's like, yeah it's like Somebody's one of those project. exactly it's one of those like community theater middle school things but i'm like i was like oh let's look it up and see if we could uh watch it or something and i have a feeling that uh one there's probably no video recordings of this and two it's probably not going to be performed by anyone because uh, there are, uh, you can listen to audio samples of the songs. Oh no. I'm going to play one. I'm not, I'm not going to play the, if you, I don't know if I want to play the terrible one, but I'm going to play the one. The first song on the, the audio is called Kaduka and it's apparently a song God. about the car. Oh, right. And it goes like this. Okay, that's enough of that. <laughs> okay, so in the book they talk about how the car's um, distinctive sound was kaduka, but I thought it was more like an old-timey horn going like kaduka, you know? like but, Probably, but... Uh, yeah, okay. Or does not it go kaduka. Kaduka. Kaduka, kaduka, kaduka. That doesn't sound like a car at all. But the real reason I was like looking through... There, there's other songs called like What Works in the Factory and uh, As Far As I Can See and uh, The Housework Song... But like oh, no. the, the song right before the the the, the oh, second no. to last song is called Eskimos, and it is real real racist. I don't I don't think you probably want to hear it. No, do not play it. If you imagined what you thought of the uh, Oompa Loompa song <gasps> and the Willy Wonka, I hated that. If you musical. think of that song and like make it really, do you, you mean the 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 Broadway musical of Willy yes. Wonka, Charlie and the Chocolate yes, Radio. Yes. Okay, the, yeah, that yes. was so bad. And if you think of like that, that's being performed on Broadway and, and around yeah. the country. This one, uh, I don't think it's performable. It's really bad. It's like. Is it worse than like why is the red man red or or what makes the red man red? It's pretty. It's worse than that. Oh bad. my god! I'll send it to you or I'll play it. I, I don't want to play it forever. If you want to yeah. look it up, look it up. But uh, I don't want to play it on the podcast because okay. it's pretty terrible. Oh man! I'll play it. Maybe I'll play it for you guys afterwards. Um, you can cringe along. Yikes! With everybody. But yeah, I just thought that was an interesting bit of trivia. Well, maybe we can like rewrite it and reclaim it like yeah. they tried to do with Flower Because my Johnson. first thought before I heard that was like, oh, this would be something great for like the church or whatever, like the kid, oh, right. kid, for kids to do. There's yeah. so many kid parts, but not, not well, like so this. Speaking of this whole thing is like wannabe <laughs> Sound of Music. Such a, obviously, Sound of Music doesn't even take place till after these people lived. But um, well, anyways, yeah, uh, yeah it, <laughs> the movie, uh, the people who lived the sound of music are barely like out of it when this movie was made. And so, but yeah, this guy's a big wannabe captain Von Trapp with his little whistle <laughs> and the, this like countdown thing. It's lame as hell compared to the Von Trapps. It was funny. Um, the, we were talking about the car earlier and apparently it's called foolish carriage. Yeah. Mean, right. Mm-hmm. Which is a foolish name. Um, and, uh, they all 
like the whole thing is that like uh, they're gonna move from uh, Rhode Island to Montclair, right? Anyhow, who wants to live in old Montclair? Yeah. Boo! Boo! We love Rhode <laughs> Island! Nobody wants to live in Montclair! Jersey! But they're gonna drive in this insane car that they have, and they all pile into the car, and it's got like stadium seating well, in the back. Well, back then, I think it didn't matter, right? There were probably no laws. Yeah. So. And I was like, I had no sense of like when these movies were, and TV shows were released, but I was like, is this the age of like crazy car movies? Like, <laughs> yeah. chitty chitty bang bang and stuff? But that movie was like way after this. And, yeah. And even like, I was thinking of Beverly Hillbillies too, uh, but that was also after this. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just thought that was funny that they all fit in the car. And um, what was I going to say? There's one other. There's one other weird saying in this movie that um, has like that I looked up online, and it says it's like originated from this, and it's called uh, going to visit Miss Murphy, right? Which I had to also look up. That was another one that I was like, man, all these weird scenes. It, it, it did it originate with this family? Yeah, it says it's from the 1940s novel. Yeah, it is. That was his euphemism, and it was because uh, you know whatever. early bathrooms are called the Murphy closet, so. Uh. And when that happened in the movie, I was like, what are they talking about? It didn't take to like the second, the second time where the kid's like, I have to go to Miss Murphy. That I was like, oh, he has to pee. I, I didn't even know what they were talking about. Jeez, yeah. this movie's too old for me. It'd be too Eskimo to say you got to go take a leak. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> terrible. God terrible. Damn it. <sighs> yeah. Um, what else? What else happens in this movie? Uh, other things that I thought were cool, uh, to do in the time. And apparently the biggest laugh in the movie is, is you know, there's nothing like pulling over on the side of the road and saying jokes to people on the street. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like this one. Hey, Noah, what are you doing with that art? Collecting animals like the good Lord told me, brother. All I need now is a jackass. Hop in. <laughs> 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 they, they all laugh and hit the gas and drive off. Yeah. So, like, apparently hey, this guy you, was buddy. literally actually fond of doing this kind of stuff. Yeah. And this is, like, a lot of the times he would use the cheaper by the dozen joke here, too. And people would be like, well, it's like kids. Um, it does t- – this isn't in the movie, but it does talk about one time where – um like some nuns or some women like thought that they were orphans because they were all like dressed alike and in the same car. They were like, Oh, those poor children or whatever. <laughs> and apparently like the girls used it to like the, let the mom, uh, get them like different clothes and not these yeah. like gross matching, you know, like frocks or whatever, which like, I guess they sort of did, um, at the beach house mm-hmm. in the movie. So, yeah. I do, uh, I was like, I felt bad that I wasn't watching this movie with Tyler because this is one where, like, they say the name of the movie, like, a million times. <laughs> right, they first said it at 12.30. I wrote it down. Yeah, I have I have that one right here. Oh, okay. How do you ever feed them? Oh, they come cheaper for the dozen, you know. <laughs> <laughs> He's so funny. Oh, my God. I, I did see a tweet the other day of one of the uh, fantasy baseball writers that I follow, and he was like, me watching The Green Knight with my wife. It's the first time Dev Patel shows up. <laughs> That's the Green Knight. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that tweet too. <laughs> and then there was a subtweet of the first time the robot shows up in the movie Chappie. <laughs> I think that's Chappie. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. So funny. Yeah, so I mean like this phrase is probably more popular now from the series than anything mm-hmm. else. Like yeah. I don't I think probably people now don't even understand the meaning as much as they just know it's the name of a movie i know and here's a question that we can really dive into is it cheaper by the dozen because the baker's dozen gives you an extra one for free 
It just depends where you are yeah. and what you're buying. That's true. Or maybe there was some sort of discount if you're going to get 12. <laughs> yeah. Also, almost nobody does a baker's dozen anymore. I don't know if you've gone to a donut shop lately, but hey, they're we not throwing dozen. in the extra one. We were at, uh, the last time I bought donuts in person was okay. at Colorado Donuts in Eagle Rock, mm-hmm. and we bought, you know, uh, it was not even a baker's dozen, but we, we bought, we bought like six donuts and the guy gave us a, a couple extra for free. So I don't know. Maybe, ah, maybe, maybe we only need six things. kids. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Cheaper by the six. That's <laughs> Dem's baker's rules. Yeah. <laughs> I live by the baker's <laughs> So another thing is that, uh, the dad thinks that these kids are all like geniuses and insists on it. Um, he goes to their school. He makes a big show of them skipping grades, which we now know is horrible for child development. Yeah. Uh, Shows um, them how to bathe. Yeah. Yeah. Th- there's this amazing interaction that ends like this. Oh, what? <laughs> I was going to like, every time we talk about some weird phrase from this movie, I was going to be like, Oh, what? <laughs> what? Oh, what? It's, oh man. Come in here, teachers. Uh, Mr. Gilbert was just showing me how to bathe. Oh, what? It's uh, what? Very strange. He talks about, yeah, scientific bathing, I think yes, he calls that's right. it. Which I which, thought was very strange. You know, whatever. Uh, taking a shower is probably the, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I guess, I guess worse for water. Yeah. Uh, anyways, the, the, he also thinks that they must be talented in music if they're sure. good at everything else and they're all horrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I will say the girl was holding the flute correctly. <laughs> Uh, I did think that scene was pretty funny. The, right. the one girl playing the violin. The violin was. Uh, I've never seen anyone play the violin that. Bad. She, she looks, was like shaking yeah, both she hands. So uncomfortable. Like <laughs> I'm trying to match this song that's playing. It was so funny. Yeah, it was a lot. Um. Okay. I mean, should we talk <laughs> about birth control? Oh, I thought. Oh my god. <laughs> what do you think I was gonna say? I thought you were gonna say. What do we need to know is who is Joe Scales? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's the main question I have for this whole movie. <laughs> Why? <laughs> who, who is Joe Scales? I don't know. I just thought his name was really funny. It is funny. <laughs> You're just turning into like a Tim Robinson bit. Yeah. Like, I just need to know who he is. So, like we talked about how the girl wanting a boyfriend <laughs> is the only like thread of the movie. So the, when she first goes to the school, she sees Tom Black carrying giant blocks of ice like Kristoff like into sure. the school for some reason. Uh, and that's the guy that she likes. Yep. Then we see him later at the beach with a bunch of complete sluts in full on <laughs> bloomer swimsuits. Dancing to hula music. Dancing to his little ukulele music or whatever. Um, and, uh, it, you know, actually the subtitle said that he was scatting. Oh. So, <laughs> just, just to make sure. And it's, yeah. it, it would say like scatting continues. Yes. And I was like, Let's be offensive to multiple cultures right oh, right, that's right. What that's what yep uh they're completely fully covered but still not as covered as the gilbreth girls who are wearing full-on stockings and full dresses i was like to go wow, the they're beach. going they're, they're going straight into the ocean with that okay. yep okay. that's okay. their swimsuit um <laughs> So then he like kind of notices her because she like showed her knee. Hey. <laughs> I, that was so, I was like, yeah, she takes off her like stockings a little bit. And then the moment he's like, oh shit, someone's got a knee out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then she gets asked to the dance by 
Joe Scales. Joe Scales. Who is he? <laughs> who is Joe <laughs> Scales? You know who he is. <laughs> He's a cheerleader, Daddy. <laughs> Which, uh, you know, I don't know. It's something you got to get voted into. So, yeah. Apparently. He's a bit of a, uh, I think the kids are calling him short kings now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, as she gets Joe to the Scales, dance, classic short king. She dances with him once, and then immediately goes for the hot guy who only noticed her because she now came to the dance with another guy. Yes, I wish I would have taken an audio clip of his uh, horn that he had on his car. I don't remember what it was, but something it was, really, something, it was something insane. It yeah. was like, I don't remember. Something oh, weird. it's it reminded me of um, Bill and Ted. It was like, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. It, was it was not like, exactly <laughs> like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she ditches Joe Scales and we never hear from him again, sadly. Mm-hmm. Um, we never knew you, Joe Scales. Yep. Yeah. Is that, is that it for Joe Scales? Yeah, Should we go, circle back to birth control? Let's get back into the birth control okay. thing. Which was so this is one of these movies insane. where there is a hilarious prank that the, the family plays upon Planned Parenthood. Oh my God. And it seems like it was a plank. A plank. A prank that they, <laughs> they have planned ahead of time. Which they really, hadn't i mean right. in the movie and sure. in the book this woman just shows up and says like hey we want you to ask you to be on our committee you know blah 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 and then like the wife is so offended by this that she goes and gets the father to play in on the prank with her and then they bring all the children down and the woman is like so horrified and she like runs away or whatever but this is so <laughs> stupid because like being pro birth control and having 12 kids are not automatically yeah, in, yeah, in, in opposition in with each yeah, other. No. Um, we can't have a large family with 18 miles of the national headquarters. <laughs> like she could very easily support birth control and yes. still have 12 children if that was her choice. I yeah. mean, I mean, and we'll probably talk about this the entire series because it's me but like having 12 kids is major white privilege and oh my god yeah the fact that it's considered like a cute thing in this movie series is only because these people are white mm-hmm. and have the money to support the 12 kids i mean there's like 10 times in the movie where they're like oh gee we might have to let go one of our servants yeah <laughs> <laughs> well and, if you if you say if you save five dollars on this fancy rug we can have a dog right like, and, but they're so they're obsessed <laughs> with saving money and being efficient but that's because that's just what the dad is they don't yeah. actually need to save money um so they have like cheap stuff. They won't fix the car, et cetera, but it's only because that's how he is. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so in the book, it's actually, they actually don't call out Planned Parenthood, which made me more upset that they decided yeah, to then specifically weird. in the movie say Planned Parenthood, which was also unnecessary, I feel. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah. I just thought like, you know, obviously it wasn't planned, but the way the movie portrays it where like, right. she doesn't even say anything. She's just like, there's a lady downstairs from Planned Parenthood about right. birth control. Like, oh, we're going to get these and it's fuckers. Like they, yeah, it's like they have a mind meld yeah. thing of like, oh, yeah, okay, let's do this. Yeah, this is our this them. is our thing. Yeah. We're a big family. I mean, yeah. It's just... really, it's, you know, I think even without any of the modern day interpretation of it, it's one of the things where it... <laughs> It is meant to be a burn and it's meant to be this own in a way that I, we can't, we can't not look at it with the current context and the political context that we bring to Planned Parenthood and everything else. Uh, and, and I don't want to, 
I, I don't want to try to to thrust our morals upon this movie or modern. <laughs> I morals. will. <laughs> at, the, at the same time, I think that even at the time, it was needlessly pointless to yeah. me. <laughs> Well, I was like, at least, uh, okay, I was like, okay, at least, like, that lady leaves there, uh, not thinking that they were, like, mean to her necessarily. Yeah. Just that, like, she didn't, kn- or, like, she thinks that the wife was misconstruing her family life or something. Because he, she says, like, as they're gathering and all these children around her, like, oh, the, some of the husbands are just so mean to me and everything. Like, he's still being mean, but at least he wasn't, like, Get out of here, you crazy lady. Yeah. He's being as mean to her as he is to random people on the street. Exactly. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, the real the jerk is mean. <laughs> yeah. The real jerk here is the person that sent this woman to their house right. thinking that it was going to be a hilarious misunderstanding. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if someone comes to your house and asks you to join, so like, you just, no, thank you. I'm not interested. You know, why, yeah. why do you have to go through this whole charade? Well, uh, like, yeah. or just say like, oh, you know, someone's actually playing a big trick on you. We have a lot of kids. They thought it was funny. You know, if you're like, looking for other people pretending to be other people, tune into Amazon Prime's Reacher by the Dustin <laughs> <laughs> with Super Spy Jack Reacher. I mean, it's not like if, if, if I mean, it's like the uh, the opposite would be like if somebody came to my house and was like, "I'm here from the pro life committee, and we want you to join and have it in your living room." And I all of a sudden was like, "Oh yeah, well look how many abortions I have." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I brought out my medical yeah, file yeah. and was like, "Look at this," <laughs> you know, like, "Oh wow, well, I've, I've got." got this interesting book over here uh, how many pages is it one two three. Oh my gosh what? yeah i mean now that i'm thinking about it maybe no just- yeah yeah the lady does like, sound fun <laughs> it's within uber distance of the national headquarters oh man yeah so that's that planned parenthood scene which is just of all the things that they decided to keep from the book, the fact that they kept that was just bonkers. To yeah. me. I do wonder at the time, when was Planned Parenthood founded? Apparently before this. Yeah, yeah. I do wonder if it's just, you know, like think about like a hack need comedy writer at the time where it's just like, well, what's a funny situation for someone with a lot of kids? I know. I, guess. I, I know. It was An found, organization uh, I don't understand, nor will I care to look into. Planned Parenthood was founded in 1916. Ooh. In New York. I wonder, so they were close. To- <laughs> I wonder at the time if they were like, were they were they making like rabbit skin condoms and distributing those? Like I, I, no I I'm now fascinated about the early. Okay, of that's a, that's another podcast. <laughs> yeah, good point. Anyways, <laughs> Planned Parenthood, plan good parent. support them. They've yeah. been around forever. They yeah. do more than abortions, obviously. Yes. So, uh, women's health, yay! yay. Oh man, yeah, wow. I was going to say, uh, you know, there's lots of uh, things that kind of came out of the movie. We're talking about Cheaper by the Dozen, uh, I Gotta See Miss Murphy, things that came out of this. Uh, I, I was surprised to find out that, like, the little-known origin of one of our, uh, a beloved Broadway tune is from this movie. Did you oh. know this, Elis? What? Uh, here, I'll play it. Here's what happens. Here. That's what's the matter with this generation. Nobody thinks about being smart or clever. Huh. No, sir. They just want to be popular. You're gone. Popular. I did have that same thought. I did thought. think about this. I was going to like, I was like, so I thank you. joke about that. Like, that was I just want to be popular. I said it so many times. Like, it, oh my gosh. I yes. couldn't help myself. You know, I do think that that was the most interesting scene in the movie because it was the stodgy 
old dad being like moral panic of like my kids don't give a shit about the things like oh like mm-hmm. oh the, the youthful generation everything's fucking up and it's like yeah you always think that and you're always wrong yeah it was a old. lot he went real far i don't remember if it was this one or in another one but i i like wrote he said like i quote i can't tell you what would have happened in my day about girls walking around oh, like yeah. they do today it's like it was this conversation. what they're gonna get He's basically implying that, like, if you if girls are showing their knees, then they're going to be raped. Like, yeah, yeah. is what he is saying. Yeah. He he does say something too. Like, if you show your knees, you're just asking for something to be put in between them or something like that. Right? <laughs> I don't remember. Was that, that. In this? I don't was know. That? Okay. Anyways, <laughs> that, that's there was a lot good. of talk about the knees. And I think I think had a spit take if that was said. So <laughs> maybe that might I be from maybe I misremember. That might be it, from but, the book. But yeah, he's basically like, you know, if you show yourself, you will deserve to get raped. Like, yeah, yeah. It just oh. And the mom has that whole speech about like, oh well, he might hang out with those girls now, but when he wants to settle down, like Right, which is exactly to- what happens. Yeah. Sadly. He, he says that exact The thing. boyfriend specifically says, Oh yeah, I hang out with those whores, but I yeah. would settle down with a girl like you. I was it's like, like, did you talk to her mom before you yeah. said this No word on what Joe Scales preference is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he must feel some extreme rejection after yeah. that. Man. What a bummer. It's like a pride and prejudice situation. He's right. going to go for one of the younger sisters. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, they're all like one year apart. Yeah, so that's right true. Yeah. yeah, that's true. The, those two girls were both like fawning over uh, Tommy Black. or They whatever. were, they were. But yeah. she was like the one, yeah, the older one was like, he never sees me. I mean, us. us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of those daughters, is it about time that we hear about... These children stars. We could hear a child star check in. Um, I did a lot of research. I've got like a disgusting page full of notes here that you can see. in this audio medium. But so I did look up the parents act actors as well. Mm-hmm. So the dad was Clifton Webb. Uh, I wrote everyone's ages cause I found it interesting. He was 61 when this was filmed. Oh, damn. Um, he's nominated for three Oscars. Um, he was such a confirmed bachelor that his Wikipedia page links to the Wikipedia page about what confirmed bachelor <laughs> means. Okay. Wow. Like, he was a well-documented confirmed bachelor. Um, and so, yeah. And he, uh, died in 1966 when he was 72 years old from a heart attack. So actually not that long after oh, this movie that's, in uh, wow. today's terms. So he died from a heart attack. Just like in the movie. Just like in the movie. Yeah, I'm oh. sure the phone was like beep, 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 or whatever. Right. You know, like, hey. <laughs> We're daddy's dad. Operator. Yeah. So operators used to just like listen to your conversations. Is that I, the gist I of think it? Because yeah, okay. they were literally like connecting right. the dots. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so the mom was actress uh, Myrna Loy, who was 45 at the time. So the dad is 61, the mom's 45, and the actors. Sure. So that hasn't movie. changed in Hollywood. Something Very like good. That. Cool. Um, so she was she never nominated or won an Oscar for any particular role, but she was in a ton of movies. Early on in her career, she was cast as like, exotic you know like kind of temptress women or they would like make her look asian yellow face her up or whatever but then this movie kind of allowed her to move away from that actually and so she got to do other things and um after she kind of retired from doing movies she was um 
one of the first actors to like start working with UNESCO really a lot and do a lot of like charity work. And so she was given an honorary Oscar, um, like a couple years before she passed away, um, from an undisclosed long time illness during a surgery. Um, so she, but she lived to be 88 and died in 1993. Wow. So she had a, a good run, um, after this and did a lot of good things. Um, and so we've agreed that I'm only going to talk about like half the kids today. Uh, <laughs> so just to save some. For yeah, you. we yeah. can go in, in age order. So Anne, uh, Jean Crane, who, uh, was more, what was it more lovely by the kiss or something? Yeah, more, uh, more lovable. Lovable by the kiss. She was 25 when this was filmed. Mm. So playing an 18 year old, you know, um, she was Oscar nominated for her role in Pinky, in which she played a light-skinned black person who could, who was passing as white. Mm. So it's like blackface with white face on a white. Anyway, it's a lot of layers of face. Um, And she had seven kids of her own, actually. And she. Oh, my sorry. I have so many notes. I can barely read them. Um, she has one son who went into the business and is best known as the producer of Jag. Uh, and <laughs> just another guy. Yeah. <laughs> and in 2003, at the age of 78, she died from also a heart attack. So yeah, wait, yeah. you're saying that three people from this movie have died. Is it like a curse from it's like Poltergeist? <laughs> well, no, this is a very old movie. <laughs> this movie's first. I'm just trying to direct listeners back to our Poltergeist right. series. Right. Everyone in this movie, has everyone died. in this movie is dead is a curse, just oh like Poltergeist. God, he was <laughs> 70 years ago. Yeah. They're all dead, he lives. They're all dead. The, uh, the dad died of a heart attack, just like in the movie. Right, right. Have you guys heard of the cheaper by the dozen <laughs> uh, Okay, so Ernestine was Barbara Bates, who was also 25. So the sisters were actually the same age. Ah. Um, and she did a few more movies, but then kind of like struggled really badly with mental health. Ooh. And her husband got cancer. She tried to kill herself by slitting her wrist. She survived. She lived a little longer. He died from cancer. And then she um, committed suicide again. Or not again. Attempted suicide and was successful. Uh, and I forgot to write down the year of that, but it was it wasn't very long. <laughs> she didn't wow. live to be that old. So that yeah, uh, Barbara Bates. That was her name. Um, okay, so Mary, who in the film is just another one of the um, kids, but in real life is the one that died when she was five. But in the movie, they just act like that didn't happen. So she was Betty Barker who was a 13-year-old when the film was made. Um, she was the Macy's Child Star of the Year, which, you know. Who Just knows? like the mom from the I movie. should be on the committee for yeah. that award. <laughs> um, and she starred in Showboat on Broadway. Um, then, you know, I'm not really sure uh, what this means, but she was on contract with RKO met Howard Hughes who took over her contract and then in her obituary and elsewhere it says she was then his protege for 10 for a decade for 10 years she was Howard Hughes's protege yet has no other film or television credits whatsoever. So I don't know what she was doing. I don't want to cast aspersions but 
So we got a suicide. We got a creepy billionaire. <laughs> I do think that this is a curse. <laughs> uh, it might be. Well, or she maybe died. that's just Hollywood in the fifties. But she yes. lived to till twenty seventeen and died at eighty years old, um, just from natural old. Do you causes. know where? Las Vegas. I was just gonna say, was it Las Vegas? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She didn't have a good time. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Uh, okay, so Martha. By the way, Mar- from Martha on down, none of them are credited for this movie, which is ridiculous because Martha and Frank Jr. had a ton of yeah. lines. It's like you could just like not credit anyone back then. Joe Scales isn't credited either. Yeah. I know. <laughs> it's ridiculous. What happened to him? Who is uh, he? Uh, I'm going to talk about him today. Okay. 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 Uh, All right. So... Um, Spin-off podcast. Patty Brady, who played Martha, was also 13. So we got two 25-year-olds, two 13-year-olds for the first four daughters. Um, She did about 12 movies up until 1951. So she did a lot of movies before this as well. Um, And she's still alive. But that's all I could find about her. Still alive? Mm -hmm. We could have had her on the podcast. I know, right? I gotta find her. Uh, Okay, so this is like... Grandma, come over here. The craziest... (laughs) One like I cannot even Joe like scales. it's not Joe Scales. Do you want me to talk about Joe Scales first? No, and no. come back to the crazy no, story. No, no. Okay, yeah. let's continue the curse. Frank Junior, Norman Olstead Senior. Okay, he was fifteen, so he was actually older than the two people uh-huh. who were playing his sisters. Um, he did a ton of TV and um like. Ton of cocaine, like fifty plus t- TV shows, all this, the way up through nineteen sixty one. Baseball kid. In the movie? Maybe. He was like the main, the oldest son. Okay, the yeah. the uh, one the who picks son. up the phone. Yeah, not not our daddy's dead. No, not daddy's dead. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, and so he actually, after, you know, not acting anymore at, at in 1961, he started working for the FBI and became an FBI agent. And then he quit the FBI because he didn't like what J. Edgar was doing with the organization. <laughs> This sounds a lot like Jack Reacher. (laughs) (laughs) So he quit the FBI and then wrote a tell-all novel that made everybody mad in the FBI. So then after that, he went to go live in a hippie enclave in Topanga Canyon. Cool. um, Around, yeah, for a while. And so he had one son, and but then left the mom. And had another girlfriend. At some point, the son, the the dad, who is the kid in the movie, and the dad's girlfriend and a pilot go on a small plane in the San Gabriel Mountains mm-hmm. and crash. Okay. The, the actor, Norman Olstead, who's in the movie, dies right away. The pilot then dies soon after. The son and the girlfriend scale the mountain to try and get, like, someone's attention, I guess. This kid's 11. Okay. 11-year-old kid oh my and God. his dad's girlfriend scale this mountain. She slips and falls and dies. Jesus. And the kid is left on the mountain alone in the snow. This is That's how high up in the yeah. reels they were. Um, and somehow he like makes his way back down the mountain on the other side and is like taken in like 
and and gotten help by like some family that lived like in the woods like um or lived very rurally uh so he survived and eventually he like wrote a memoir uh about his experience with that uh and it was like apparently a best-selling book and yeah that sounds intense he also made a documentary about um joseph campbell the guy that invented the the hero's journey journey yeah i've probably wait what's the name of that, that that documentary uh i forgot I I feel I mean I've watched a couple of documentaries. Okay, so anyways, Campbell, so I feel like Norman Olsta Jr. is the kid, but wow. yeah. So this guy died in a plane crash, and his son, eleven-year-old son, survived by climbing a mountain. My God, <laughs> like it's so insane. Do we think Hoover did it? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> You're, oh my gosh! I didn't even think of yeah. that. He totally messed yeah. with the plane. <laughs> Freaking Hoover. Possibly. All right, Joe Scales. Yes, Benny Bartlett. He was ah. 24 uh, when this movie was made. And he actually, if anything, was on the like downswing of his uh, initial career for Classic this movie. Joe Scales. He was a real like <laughs> child star for RKO and was a musical prodigy that was apparently so good that he wrote and played a song in an RKO musical. Like Whoa. on the piano. Nobody could do scales like him. <laughs> oh my god, maybe that's why they didn't do scales. Oh my god. You're maybe. so right. Maybe. Um and so it got to the point where he was sort of floundering because he couldn't take the kid roles anymore, but they mm. didn't he didn't look like an adult either, so nobody was, you know, casting him. Uh but then Classic war war happened, so he um joined the military, you know, went to Vietnam, whatnot, I guess. Wow. Um and then uh, when he came back, he got cast in these Bowery Boys uh, comedy movies, okay. which the Wikipedia said is the longest running feature film franchise. And I was like, what? <laughs> sounds sounds like something. Not, sounds I like a do case not want to watch for this. us. <laughs> no, no. It sounds even less appealing to me it. than Charlie Chan. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, uh, that was around 1955, I guess. And... Uh, he didn't go to Vietnam, man. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was like, oh, that. well, he went somewhere. He joined the military. I don't know. Korea. Um, yeah. yeah. I was like, that doesn't line up with Sorry, the time. sorry. Yeah. Uh, anyways, he died in 1999 at the age of 75. The from curse strikes again. Uh, yeah. Another I just, I just dead don't think body. it could be a curse when it was 70 years ago. <laughs> the fact that one of them is alive is Wait. a big deal. Is Hoover paying you to say this? <laughs> to throw us off the trail? So one of the daughters of the older half is still alive. Um, the uh, the actors, rather. Uh, and we'll talk about the rest of the kids later. The cheaper by the dozen ledger is full of red. Uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Lots of dead bodies. <laughs> Lots of dead bodies. Lots of dead bodies. <laughs> I mean, just like statistics alone. I know. <laughs> Stupid. Wait a minute, they're dead? No, no. Shock! It must be some sort of conspiracy. I mean, it's all laughs now, but when we get to the later movies and find out that some of the kids are dead, that's gonna oh, be a no. huge I just think there's just way more witchcraft out there than we take we have credit for. That's true. That's true. That's true. And, and Edgar Hoover still pulling. Yeah, the I was gonna say in 2003, J. Edgar Hoover wasn't. Uh, you know, that's what you think, right? Good point. <laughs> that's what he's paying you to tell us, right? If you want to hear more about this, tune in. <laughs> Amazon Prime, <laughs> Jack tune Reacher, in. Reacher by the Dozen. So yeah, that's the child star check-in for the first half. All of right, Emily and Joe Scales. Well, 
Is there anything else you guys want to say before we uh, do the, um, the 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 rating system? Um, mm. Never put this movie on Disney Plus. Yeah, I don't think they will. Yeah, it's not like they're gonna, you're going to be able to go on and, and march and be like. Here's the full and complete cheaper by the dozen I'm trying collection. To think of it gets its own little uh, hero image. I, I feel like we're missing a bunch, but I also feel like that because of the way this movie is structured, it's just very hard to. There's just track other anything. random conversations, yeah. like uh, you know, yeah. the, oh, they do kind of like a family meeting. The eyes have it thing. Family council. And then the yeah. kids yeah. like trick him into letting them have. A I thought that was kind of and, cute that they had this whole system. Yeah. Which I guess, like, I was like, I, that makes sense for this type of... Yeah. 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 Um, the whooping cough thing we did, which I was like, oh, it's like COVID. Yeah. <laughs> which is what I was thinking the whole time. Um, yeah. And he I was like, know. yeah, the, even the doctor was like, yeah, you get sick in your house, it f- fucks up all the New Jersey's numbers. Like, we like we had to report 14 cases. You still have to wear masks because yeah. of your family. Yeah. I still am just hung up on the whole Apparently having we 12 don't. kids thing. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like... That was their plan from the start. Yeah, seems like a lot. Like, is it efficient to have that many kids? I don't know. Yeah, seems yeah, seems counterintuitive. Seems like your efficient day is going to get messed Sounds up. Sounds like right. propaganda. <laughs> it's a lot. I mean, back then, I mean, they 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 hypothesized that he wanted to have that many kids so that he could have his own little thing and run experiments. Not you know, bad experiments, but sure. you know, run uh tests and, and see if he could make their lives more efficient and then apply that to their work. But you know, for by all accounts, he did love them and they did agree mm-hmm. to have that many kids early on in their marriage, yeah. which I guess back then wasn't unheard of. I guess it is a little strange that there is no, or not strange, but just unusual that there is no religious uh bent to this. I mean, I'm sure that there was. So, I mean, they seem to be God fearing people or whatnot. Uh, but the, you, it's not like you see them all going to church together sure. or anything like that. Um, in the book, it says that they went to Sunday school and the mom would take them to church, but that the dad would wait in the car. Like he was not interested in, mm. in organized religion huh. in any way. So yeah, they just efficient. wanted to have a lot of kids. It wasn't a, uh, yeah. you know, quiverful ugh, situation or, you know, whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. And I mean, I, I think that all that would be more palatable if they didn't fucking troll Planned Parenthood in the movie. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just like so disturbing to, and I get that it was a long time ago, but anytime fathers are like commenting on the sexual, like, um, vulnerability of their mm-hmm. minor age daughters. It just grosses me out because like the fact that you're concerned about it means you noticed it. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. it's weird. It ain't right. It's weird. Yeah. All I know is that after I've seen this movie, I'm just going to assume that's, this is how all industrial es- engineers act and live, live their life. <laughs> I mean, I went to USC. So I know so many industrial <laughs> engineers and other kinds of engineers and you know, <laughs> yeah, that's all. I'll say. Yeah, that's all. That's all we have to say. Engineers. About that. <laughs> uh, so, rating system. How many what, Tyler? Boy, this is a tricky one. How many Bob haircuts? How, How many? many Bob- uh, <laughs> oh yeah. How, How many? many? Oh what? Uh, what? <laughs> I think that that actually has to be. How many times did this movie say uh, make you go uh, what? <laughs> uh, yeah, her cutting her own hair was. Uh, 
kind of great and one of the only empowering parts. I did of like that she was like, I'm doing this so yeah. that you can have a better life. Like, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like all oldest children try to fancy themselves as pioneers within the uh, yeah. the, the family. Yeah. But, you know. Uh, okay, so I was going to give it four. Oh, what? Three more. It's it's fine. You know, it's a perfectly fine movie for the era. And there are some, like, offensive and stupid things. But... In the end, like, it's not, uh, you know, it's not hurting anybody, I guess, really, because it's so old and it's not even available on streaming. So, um, it's only on DVD. You gotta rent it. Yeah. Uh, you can't just happen across it, but, uh, yeah. And, and reading the book too, and then seeing how many of the anecdotes are like straight from reality, I was kind of like, well, okay. I mean, it's not made up. So. Yeah. Those people just live that life. And compared to like other old movies, it's like, okay, yeah, it's, they're cute, they're charming, whatever, you know, the acting's fine. I think I'm also gonna give it four. Oh, what? <laughs> uh, I think that the, it, there are some amazingly plotted and constructed movies from this era, and this is not one of them. Um, I think that, that we take for granted how, uh, much cinema has evolved and even the worst movies of today, uh, would have been masterpieces back then. <laughs> um, that might be a stretch, but, uh, I, I think that that is the moon is falling. <laughs> <laughs> My mind I'm is blown. <laughs> Sorry. Um... <laughs> I love to. I love to see the dad for this movie to buy one ticket for Jackass, please. <laughs> uh, Jackass forever, <laughs> yeah. sir. Sorry. Um, the kids. So I think that the thing about these movies, and I, I actually we didn't really talk about our history with these movies. I've never seen any of them. Um, so I think that I what I hope and I was endearing. I have friends that that really enjoy the Steve Martin ones. I think that Steve Martin's going to be delightful in that, but I think that the kids are actually going to have personalities and probably be a little bit more charming than they're basically just a Greek chorus in this <laughs> film that pipe up to say a line and are indiscernible from each other uh except for the one that's trying to <laughs> that has a chance with Joe Scales. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, four. Uh, what? All right. Uh, I think I'm going to give it a three. No. What? You have to go four because then it would add up to 12. You oh, fucked it up. Oh, okay. Sorry. I'll give it uh, just for that. Uh, that idea alone, I think I could bump it up to one more. What? And give it four. Oh, what? Uh, total. Um, this movie is. This movie's just like too old fashioned for me. I can't, <laughs> I can't do it. Okay. Like we were talking about a Christmas story. Like I keep comparing it to that because I feel it, like it's like, there's structurally similar, similar. Structure. And like for me, like even though that was again, uh, about a time when I long before I was born, I feel like I get some of that kind of stories and feeling from like my grandparents and stuff. This movie goes like, way further back than I can relate to, I guess, you yeah. know? Uh, and so the stuff that happens in this, I'm just like, I can't believe people live like this. I'm sorry. Um, and it's not charming. I didn't think it was charming. I just no. it was like, 
yeah, the whole time, you know, I'm sitting here like, I'm a father. Like, if I went around acting like this, people would be like, <laughs> your dad's a fucking dick bag. Like, yeah. what the hell? Why is he so mean? Uh, he's, uh, he's just, uh, you know, he's uh, improving your character, son. But all the know. girls at the high school dance would want to dance with you. Like, <sighs> yeah, like, the moment when he's like, uh, how many home runs? And the kid's like, I hit two. And he's like, Pfft. Slack enough, huh? And then laughs at his face, and the, and the kid, the kid goes like, ah, and you can see in his face like shame. Uh, I'm building a complex about this yeah. at this moment, um, and yeah. So I don't know. I just, I just was like, I feel like there's no people that maybe just love like older films might get a kick out of watching this, but I just feel like there's no reason to go back and watch this. There are tons of other great films from 1950 that, and like Elis mentioned, like sound of music, like other, other better movies about huge families than this. It is very rare for me to watch a movie this old. That's not a musical and not a Disney live action. Yeah. Um, Fast and Furious from 1950. Yes. I, I watch <laughs> tons of old movies. Yeah. And there are plenty of them from many decades before this that are very compelling and very oh, yeah. nuanced. And I don't think – and yeah, and, I, and it's not like I have a thing against old movies. I just feel yeah. like what's on display here is like the way of life of a family and like part of the fact that I'm like building a family myself and like comparing how things were to where they are now. I was just like, Oh fuck. This. The movie I, is charmless I, and, hum- and humorless. People, yeah. <laughs> well, it is sort of interesting though, that like at this time, yes, there are more and more movies, but this kind of family comedy is probably not as common as dramas and, um, the family you know, comedy was silent. Hilarious ending. Yeah. 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 Uh, um, <laughs> But, uh. Do you think he thought the ultimate efficiency was his death? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever it was, like, the Ooh, success. it's gonna take that long to die? Yeah. yeah. I'm out. <laughs> the success of this movie, like, led to a sequel, which wasn't as common back then either, unless it was these big mm-hmm. series. So. That's true. Uh, and it's like, you know, uh, they didn't call it cheaper by the dozen colon bells on their toes. No. <laughs> it's just called bells on their toes. And, it, you know, it's funny. Cheaper by the dozen, a dozen story. A dozen story. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's funny, uh, you know, when we were looking at, like, what to do in uh, for this franchise, we're like, do we cover, like, the second one? Because, you know, we skip, like, we, we had, like, a technicality on the Christmas story where we skipped my summer story, but that kind of was, I feel like, mostly because we were trying to do a Christmas thing at that moment. Or yeah. It was also thing. hard to, difficult to find. Yes. yes. This one, also difficult to find, but yeah. I was, like, looking at it and being like, oh, well, Myrna Loy is in the sequel. And I'm like, oh, the the dad isn't in the sequel because <laughs> I don't see his name on the, you know, poster and stuff. And I was like, oh, they must have recast him. Now we know the truth. That's right. <laughs> He's dead. It's like the ultimate use for my energy is for it to be dispersed amongst the earth. But yeah, I think that this is a <laughs> – Given back. That is the ultimate efficiency. The 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 sequel in 1952 is a, enough of a continuation that I think we definitely are going to talk about it next week even. And I'll have a comprehensive theory about the efficiency death cult that he tried to start with his family that led to the curse of everybody dying. That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, and maybe by next week I'll finish the two books and let you know what happened to all the real kids as well. Yeah. When they died. Yes, polio <laughs> across the board. No. I think they all live to adulthood except the one that died at five. I do know that. Yeah, all all of them polio. All of them. All twelve plus the two parents. Yeah. 
Uh, well, I think, uh, you know. I move we adjourn. <laughs> I move we adjourn. Um, I think that's about it for yeah. this episode. Okay. Um, Thanks to our sponsor, Amazon Prime. Uh, <laughs> he's still going with it. Oh, uh, email us at sequelrights at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at sequelrights. And please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Five stars goes a long way to helping other people find the show. Uh, we mentioned a couple of the other series that we've covered. Uh, and if you've already reviewed, uh, share out some of those episodes or dive back into one that you haven't listened to yet. We'd really appreciate it. That's right. And we'll see you guys on the march uh, up to um, Cheaper by the Dozen 2022 uh, with next week's episode on bells on their toes. I don't know what that means. <laughs> uh, I don't know either. <laughs> the bells is spelled weird, so I don't know. It's with an ES. Oh. I want to hear some bells. If there's not bells on them Hand toes, bells. I'm going to be upset. <laughs> I'm going to say nose. I'm going to say nose. <laughs> All right, we'll see you guys next week. <laughs> <laughs>